Hello and welcome to the 551 Podcast. My name is Wes Berdine and we are back. Hey, Rodrigo, you're, you and I are back at least. We are, we are. How are you? The best part of the podcast is back, but you know. Wait, no, minus Alex. Yeah, we can't do that. Yeah. And Eric. Oh, yeah. It's all the best Eric. part. It's all, it's all. Okay, it, we're halfway back. We're here though. Captain, we're here though. Captain Planet. Captain, uh, you know, Captain you, Planet. He's my hero. Okay, I feel really intimate with this mic. It's like karaoke, so yeah. I'm going to try not to. Yeah, I switched up your mic because uh, with, with my broken USB system, uh, now I'm, I'm switching. I've been using this janky uh, uh, temporary system for way too long. It's like driving around on a donut for uh, for all summer long. But and, that's what uh, we all do, though. <laughs> so we're, you, we've got you on the on the super like rock star mic, so you can sing karaoke tonight. All right. Uh, but... Um, yeah, so you and I saw each other just recently because we watched. Uh, yes, Minnesota we uh, RSL. We a, I, yep, I met you up at the Blackheart and yep. watched the RSL game with a bunch of other people in the midst of um, people getting ready for the the show. What was yeah, it the for show? the, the Dotty West review? Yes, the, dra- the drag. So that show. was awesome. So the drag yeah. show was awesome too. Um, so yeah, I've been at the bar like nonstop uh, um, for the last two and a half weeks. Trying to survive, uh, and so we had the we had the watch party there last week with the Wednesday, um, right? And then you had the uh, the podcast live podcast, one yep. of the live podcast with uh, Bruce with Bruce. So thank you, Bruce, for yeah. for being on that. Um, he doesn't listen to this; he doesn't waste his time. Um, but uh, but that was good, even though I I was like it was like a hectic night for me. Everything's been hectic for me, but um, but. Uh, people were very gracious, and it was great to pe- have people there. And you know, I'm going to plug the bar quite a bit uh throughout this well, forever uh because you know i've staked my livelihood on it and so n- would love your support and stuff like that and it's yes all, all stop by for triple chilcanos yes. yeah for, so we'll get to triple chilcanos in the in the second segment but um on this podcast we're going to talk about nwsl because it's a big final this weekend yes uh we are going to talk about uh minnesota united obviously because uh they they played that rsl game yes uh, they did and then there's a few questions and uh you know it's going to be kind of streamlined i guess we're at the point of the season where i think i i'm getting this sense from talking to people from twitter people are like kind of like kind of checked out Kind of still, still is, it, like, is it like when excited, you're like, but, but are like, we there yet? Kind of thing. Yeah, like is it over yet? I mean, we want to see the home game again this weekend. Will be nice, but it's just like same thing, you know. So we'll try to like keep things fresh. I put on some fresh, some nice new lingerie. Um, try to <laughs> try to learn some new tricks. Uh, I don't know what you've got for us, but you know, just do your. Apparently, best. I have to. I'll do that. So yeah, yeah. I'll come up with something. Yeah. So uh, let's let's uh, listen to big quarters. Come back, and it's uh, NWSL time. Big quarters. Pop quiz. Do you know? What the Campiones Cup is. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Cup as in tournament. Campiones as in champions. Champions Cup? Yeah. It's it's actually in Spanglish as well, because I don't know if you know Spanglish. but No, I I know nothing of Spanglish whatsoever. (laughs) What is this new nuance that you speak of? Anyway, so this is like a cup. I've I've heard people talk about. It. I have no idea what it is. So I was like, all right, I'm going to use the Google, and um, so it's it's I I guess I had heard about this during the off season, but it's winner of Liga MX, 
yeah. versus winner of MLS. It's like an actual cup, a champion, you know, uh, champions cup. Uh, so that's happening this Wednesday, Toronto versus Tigres, seven thirty. I, I had at the Blackheart. At the Blackheart, it will be on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, it's just like a weird. I had no idea that was going on. So there you go. That's your pop pop quiz. Wednesday at seven thirty, we'll have that on. Um, but even the bigger cup this weekend is uh NWSL final. Dude, yeah. That is uh that is coming up this. Saturday, 3.30, there will be a watch party there. So there's there's like games that we'll have on, and then there's games we'll have a watch party and have the sound on because it's a bar. Lots of things are going on. Uh, but Saturday, we, we will have a big thing, 3.30, because you can watch it, you know, have a Heggie's Pizza, hang out, and then go to the game. I haven't had a Heggie's Pizza ever in my life, honestly. Are you serious? I am serious. I've, I've heard of it, like a bunch of my other... MFA poet friends talk about how like we need to write poetry with Heggies, and I was like, I've never had that. Yeah, I mean Heggies poetry so, would be big. So that's what I'm trying. Let, okay. uh, my experience is going to be my first Heggies pizza is going to be at the so Black Card. Everyone so. come watch, uh, cheer on Rodrigo as he eats a eats a Heggies pizza. But um, before we get to the final, oh, uh, the, there was the, a semifinal. The semifinal, right? yeah, happened. Uh, Portland versus Seattle, obviously the two biggest teams. The rain in the league. versus the thorn. And um and it was basically like a goalkeeper match, you know, uh, which which is not to say it was boring, but the best the best parts about it to me were Adrian Franch and is it Lindsay? No, I'm thinking of Win- Lindsay Whalen, Lydia Williams. Sorry. Yes, um, uh, both of them had fantastic. I think Lydia Williams had that one like triple save. Right, there was um, one where she like dove one way, then she had to dove the other way. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then, then it like, was like tipped it, it off yeah, the bar. That, yeah, that, no, this. Uh, if no one's not watching NWSL, it's, it's been a great, really good season. Been watching it. I, like, I watch like two games a year. One during one random game, and then, and then the like final. the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the semis was a great game. So and my it, kid, my kid, uh, Giselle and Isabella like made sure that they bracket out that time. Black would be able yeah. to watch that time. So I was away um, coaching. Yeah, I had you know soccer season, fall season, yeah, full yeah. blast. Yeah, your life. I have two teams too. so. So I'm really happy with that. And so, yeah, so I was I was just happy to be able to make it and watch the second half of that. That was a great game so far. Seattle go up first when uh, Rapino gets this uh, free kick that she almost tucks into the back corner. Yeah. It goes off the net. And then Jazz, uh, what's her name? Jazz Spencer finished it off. Um, and then... And then in the second half, it was it was finally the Thorns' turn. Well, I guess they scored before, yeah, before the the half, um, and then turned it on in the second half with um, Tobin Heath, who her and, her and Pino basically go in and out for my favorite player. Really? Uh, um, yeah. The Heath is a is a favorite in our household. Yeah, because just she's, she can break ankles and just do just about anything else. Yeah. Pino really sees the ball and puts the ball well, but. Breaking ankles and like you know, megging people is just yeah. uh, just a popular thing kids like these days. So <laughs> they love that. breaking ankles. Um, and then uh, obviously Lindsay Horan uh, gets gets the game winner. Um, to- she uh, Horan kind of set up uh, Heath for the first one, set up Heath for another one that should have been onside. Yeah, and then gets the the game winner with a header. Uh, death tap. Yeah, they were they were attacking. They were attacking that that, that when they were doing that, and then. Um, Lindsay caught the defense sleeping on a on a and then just jumped up, headed right in there. And if the greatest thing, not only was that the, that was, a, was an amazing goal after header, because it went, 
it went one post, and then it went to far post, right? It bounced off the far post, went into the other post, and then it yeah. bounced back. In. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it was one of those like you know where 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 you would you're like wow, it's just you don't see those too often. But I think one of the funnest things for me has just always been the Portland uh, Portland crowd and the supporters and how they yeah. how they have embraced uh, the thorns and. And I think there was a, a small TIFO that said, uh, death, taxes, Lindsay Horan, headers. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, that was pretty much what they were in a bit. It was a very well-fought game. I mean, it was, it was very entertaining. And um, I, can't, I can't wait to we get to the finals this weekend. So. The other semifinal we'll, be, we'll, we'll have on the TV on, on Tuesday at the, at the bar, which is um, uh, North Carolina uh, Courage uh, versus Chicago Red Stars. That game obviously was supposed to be played this last weekend. The hurricane happened. It's very, yeah. very controversial. The league stealing it from North Carolina, but there's a fucking hurricane, guys. What yeah. do you, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I unless just, FEMA's going to provide some sort of yeah. field. I don't, and and I know I, rallies, don't trust FEMA, rallies so, inland, yeah. but yeah, it was very, very weird. I mean, it stinks to lose a home game. Uh, when you're, you're the top team, you lose your home game advantage. You've got to fly out. You've got less time now. Where are they playing? Uh, they're playing in Portland. Oh, they're playing in Portland. Yeah. Okay. So, so neither team gets the home advantage. Um, but that's Tuesday at eight p.m. Um, uh, uh yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna try uh, to get I'm um penciling that in uh, right now. Nick okay. Platter, who uh, is a former Minnesota goalkeeper, now he's he's with and uh, North Carolina FC. So I was messaging him about that that game. I think he was also bitter about them losing the game. But uh, I, he's going to be in town, so I'm going to try to get him out. You're going to try to get him to, out? That'd be the, great. Final. Hopefully, hopefully North Carolina wins. I I have a soft spot for Chicago Red Stars because I like Peter Wilt, and he helped found you them. You also but, like Red Stars. But uh, I also do like Red Stars. But I'm a North Carolina man. I love Stephen Malik. Um, so the winner of that, that's Saturday, 3.30. Come out. Uh, spend your day with us. Um, Watch me eat Heggies for the first yep. time. And then the other thing is this Sunday. So uh, people obviously uh, know Matt Pravatsky, um, who, who has Equal Time Soccer. He's been doing all of his uh, Gophers coverage. Not only that, and, but he's on Trista. Uh, oh no, he's on now. He's he's uh, he took a job with uh, with our local uh, council member Mitra. Yes, sorry. So he's he's going to be. Uh, he already is fielding my messages oh is he yeah um so but he's hosting a uh, a gopher's watch party at black heart on sunday that's awesome 12 30 um uh so that's going to be a kind of in the back lounge there uh it's going to be a fundraiser for like a girl so a dollar of every beer will oh really go, or a dollar of every drink will go to that um all right i'm about so, to drop 40 bucks in this yeah you you, you basically there's i we don't have anything thursday so just go see your Sunday. family on Thursday and Friday, and then, yeah. Um, I but will, anyway. I will. I will bring people. Yeah, this uh, is awesome. Like a girl, great foundation. Shout out to Kyle. Yeah, it's a the same Kyle Kyle foundation. That, yeah, that is like basically getting. It's not just girls coaching, but it's also getting girls. Well, in it's front just of, it's just good. It's just getting girls to play the game in a beautiful way to have fun, but also to get the exposure and the. Somewhat of the training uh, of what it, what it's like, so you know it's, and it's all you know uh, kids of um, majority is just kids who had come from disadvantage of backgrounds and yeah. you know communities specifically in East Saint Paul, yeah. and so like it's it's if you don't follow like a girl on 
Twitter, on Instagram. All their videos are, are, are great videos of watching them do foot skills. Buy a t-shirt, buy two, buy hoodies, buy everything. I mean, this is this is one organization to kind of get by, get by and, and do things. Uh, specifically, if you are a fan of soccer, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these girls play in, in um, some play in local clubs, but most of them play in high school. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of the local simple soccer high school, uh, some of those players are on there there doing yeah. doing their thing. So, so yes, great organization. So. Uh that's what's happening, and those are all the the kind of crazy things happening. But man, that's a lot of things happening, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, soccer. Once you actually start to realize like how much soccer is going on, right? Keeping up with it is. is and now uh, we have a place to go to, right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And then usually there's something like karaoke immediately after. So um, dangerous, dangerous. Uh, yeah. So let's take a break, and then it's Minnesota United time. <laughs> Minnesota United time on the fifty five one podcast. Are you prepared for this? Uh, hold on, let me get my um, let me get ready. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Uh, Real Salt Lake one, Minnesota United one. Minnesota starts out with four center backs. What? And say that uh, again. Four center backs. What? Yep. And seemingly no striker, but or no, it was unclear what they were. How they were going to line there up? There was just someone playing up top. Um, yeah, someone up there, or a couple playing up top. Um, Wait, it, what, what, what formation did we start with again? It was a, it was like a four two, four two three one, I think, okay. if I remember correctly. Now, because um, Calvo was on the left, uh, Boxo was on the right. They were playing as fullbacks. Wait, they inversed them. And wow. then we and then we That's had so the uh, then we had the 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 double Brazilian, uh, the extra smooth, the um, maxi the maxi Bob maxi Bob, yeah. Um, Maxando. I don't know how we want to do it, but um, I like Maxi Bob. Uh, and then oh, Bobby Max, because we didn't have Rodriguez, so we um, because you get injured from last, you game. know, to 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 sum up but, our our season. Yeah, Rodriguez is injured. Um, Christian Ramirez was sold for coupons. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> um, uh, Mason Toy was still on loan, and Denladi. Uh, Got hurt early, yeah, and he he was out by the twenty third minute. Yeah, so eventually we had no striker, uh, uh, although Romario did come in and, uh, or no, Romario was in. Sorry, yeah. and then just kind of got moved into yeah. that spot. Um, we he did didn't a, look too bad up there though. He's got that speed. Just got to feed him the ball a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, amazing what this guy cannot do. Kind of sense. We like, keep saying this. Like, why right. is he not playing? Why is he not more? playing more? Right. I don't know. Maybe it's his fitness. I have no idea. Maybe I mean yeah. the same the same reason that Colin Warner's not on the field anymore, right? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it, it's just whoever just basically it's all pin the tail on the donkey or something. But um, early on, it was a classic Minnesota. The first half basically was uh, you know Krylak gets the goal by um, you know he's kind of deep, that was a well struck ball though. I mean it yeah, was but low he's deep and into a half, and Fernando Bob kind of comes in to kind of. Uh, hassle him uh, and runs behind him for some reason rather than going goal side and then because of that Olmsberg there's a lot of space between Olmsberg and Krylak and he takes a long shot and scores like nice that, slowing away and then, yeah yeah and then just like 20 minutes later Plata almost does the same thing yep. by basically like the textbook is you come in central from the from the wing 
and there won't be a, a midfielder there and the center backs will be backing up so you have a ton of space. So he hit the post. Um, they, had, they had several chances like that. And, um, and you know, when Plata did that, you know, I kind of looked around and it was just like, yeah, that's... That's what, what that's how, how many goals that's, that's, that's probably the, that's, been that's happened that's they've scored on that probably that's, 10 that's times. That's the telegraph year. that every team gets when they play the United. It's like take the ball, go wide, then go inside, yeah, right outside the box, yeah, make, make the defense commit or not commit, yeah. And then if they don't commit, take a shot. You either exploit the, the bad fullbacks or you exploit the missing midfielders. Yep. And we were playing with the double six that that you know, so, so we had four center backs playing with a double six. And, and still, at one point, had no forward. Yeah, but I, I don't think the defense was actually that bad. I thought Calvo was pretty good as a as a left back. Um, he had which, great which we've passes. talked about yeah. that because that's his. Uh, and, and I thought Boxall was surprisingly good as a right back, or he was he was at least I should say, not exposed as a right back. Right, which, and then and then and then most once once we get to that point, you think about Boxall. the the matchup of Joe Plata, you know, uh, four foot. Four foot tall Joe Plata, uh, you know, speedy Gonzalez, like against, you know, Colossus of Michael Boxall. It, it's it certainly, certainly could have gone badly. And I, I thought he did uh, fine. I thought Olmsberg again was okay. decent. I thought Coleman was good. Uh, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the defense uh, a, a bit later because we've got uh, Bruce McGuire's tweet that, that we'll, we'll talk Uh-oh. about. But, but um, then the second half comes in. And Minnesota started doing this long ball thing when uh, when Abu Dinladi went out, and it was it was just like booted up, and we've seen that happen to other teams, and they just basically defend against it and don't give any space to it. Um, for some reason, more and more Minnesota they they weren't so much booting it up, but then they started to go to the wings. They started to to, to explore the, the the wings, and that actually started to work. And, you know, you get, um, shoot, Romario had a good chance, um, from the wings. Yeah. He had, he had the one through ball that he went through and then it, he, yeah. he ended up hitting the goalie right on the chest, but it was, mm-hmm. yeah. But he tried. And then Darwin had a chance yeah. uh, that was kind of either a shot or just like slammed into Miguel. Um, and then finally, you know, by the 80th minute, that's when I kind of announced to everyone around me at the bar that like. This is going to end 1-1. Minnesota's going to score. You were there. You heard this, right? Yes, but okay. then you know what else happened, right? Well, yeah. Well, then the triple chill Triple Triple yes, Chilcano right. yes. came in and then they so, made it all happen. Yeah, we're still, I'm still like telling, uh, introducing the Chilcano to all the bartenders so they know how to make it, but. Um, the Blackheart Triple Chilcano. We got, we got Kathy, the bartender. I, uh, she made uh, three of them for us. Um, not, you know, the, not just for, for you and me, but, um, uh, and as they were there, as we, as we cheer, uh, cheers to them, uh, then Miguel scores, uh, and that, that comes from, again, another very stereotypical Darwin move, which is he runs into the box, kind of runs into a player, the ball kind of bobbles up, he just keeps on going and the ball magically reappears to him. Oh, but you know how the, you know who the magician was in that, right? Who? Boxel. With his, did he have the pass? Boxo, the ball, ball went out wide to the defender, and Boxo just had had he was the one they originally passed it to to Darwin, and so he was still in the area. So then Boxo comes in and just puts his big foot pressure on it. And pop balls. The oh, you're ball, right. Yes, yeah. The ball pops out right into where Quintero is. Quintero 
actually looked up inside his options and saw Miguel, who was way on side because the that, def- that defender that Boxer had pushed over was still yeah. moving forward. Yeah. And so he got the ball, and Miguel took his he took a quick glance and just chipped it right over. Yeah. It's like it's just he had like literally. It looked like by the time he looked down and he looked up, he had enough to be able to give us the the the, the root square of what the angle and the and yeah. the dimensions of the goal. I mean, he could have probably just build a ramp to make it go over just like that. But you know what? You know what Nick Romando is is to uh, to Minnesota United. Um, Doritos. That's his nickname. He's just a bag of chips. He's a bag of chips. Just like, <laughs> Miguel was like, "This one, this one's for you, Christian." <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, and then That's like, a good dad then, joke. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, three minutes later, we thought it was one because uh, the ball goes forward and and uh, gets kicked forward, and Maximiano maybe heads the ball. I think it's skinned the back of his head because you can sort of see the ball just change trajectory slightly maybe but then darwin was coming up from an offside position and so he kind of tried to do a half chilena and then when that happened it just ended up going to where miguel was and just blasted yeah yeah just high high and and near And and i think that's where like all of us were like you know in some sort of uh trance and we were just were like what did just happen yeah yeah i mean we were cheering but we still couldn't figure out what just happened yeah also and then someone pointed out that it was national batman day and we're like yeah yeah obviously um national batman day and, triple and, chicanos and, and also earlier i had said man miguel has been quiet for two months now and he certainly was not quiet in this game uh and so it was well, good someone's got to compete for goals scored and yeah and it was good to see him back um i was a little bummed about the offside call i kind of understand it i don't think it's clear and obvious but whatever i'm i'm, I'm kind of over uh being mad about calls um uh and then so it ends 1-1 we got our third draw of the year i think only our fourth draw in MLS, did we have one last year? I we, had, we, we had one at least. We had at least one, maybe two. Uh, I could look that up. I just refused to. Um, and yeah, I think that uh, I think Minnesota deserved a, a draw. I was very surprised that Real Salt Lake collapsed like that. They they I think really allowed Minnesota back into the game because yeah. for a while. Well, the RSL coach just, just so. putting putting the ball up there and, yeah. and well, I mean at halftime I think it was sixty five thirty something possession. Yeah. All so like and Minnesota you, like, you can't had one do anything. Shot. You can't do anything when you yeah. when you're doing thirty percent. And then I think um, as we witnessed as the triple chicanos are being made, that's when they started to not only stop booting the ball, but starting to play uh, you know diagonal passes. Over, 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 overlap runs, you know, just trying to be able to create space, passing it back, just passing the ball short and simple, which is something that we've, we, at least I grew accustomed of knowing mm-hmm. how we play. It's like, we play it, we play, we play good passes, triangle passes. I mean, Rasmus Schuller, I think when he came in, he started making a difference in that aspect of yeah. it, of, you know, making those passes, making, making those, making sure people were making running, because we all we all remember when early in the season what it was is just you know two three quick passes. Miguel does the over overlap mm-hmm. run. Someone he gets the ball, he crosses the ball in. Something yeah. happens, right? Yeah, it was actually surprising how effective Schuler was in that role because he was kind of on the left wing, 
but kind of then would tuck in at times as the third central midfielder. Right. And we've seen him do that before a, mm-hmm. a couple times to various uh, levels of success. I thought I, I couldn't never really quite got a grasp on what was happening tactically there when with his his role at least. But it was obviously working. It was far more effective than Dunlady, who, uh, you know, if if Schiefer Decker were on the pod today, would 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 talk. You know, he he likes Dunlady as a winger or in in these other roles. I I don't I don't see that yet. And and the problem again with Dunlady is his fitness. fitness. You can't yeah. keep him. Can't, get, can't stay healthy. And it looked like his hamstring again. And it's it's such a bummer. Um, but we knew he had that problem. Yeah, talented uh, kid, but just can't stay on the field. Can't stay on the pitch. Yeah. And and again, I know that I know I'm I'm annoying and, and harp on the Ramirez trade a lot, but you've got one player who's Generation Adidas, a Dunlady, who doesn't count against the cap. You've got Toy, who's being paid with uh, basically like bubblegum money. Bubblegum, yeah, literally just like they open the they give him tops uh, baseball cards and he can sell those on eBay. Um, twenty years later, no. yeah, only and, twenty and years so, later, yeah. This can be worth a lot, kid. Uh, and 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 then you've got a, a a TAM level. No, I guess he's a DP level striker. But you know, other teams have multiple uh, attacking players who are being paid well. You know, uh, obviously LAFC are able to do that, and they're new too. And so it's just frustrating, like why you can't have two well paid strikers on your team uh, yeah especially because neither of them are big dp you know neither you know mm. they're they're just they're just making in the five to seven range so that's that's it would have been helpful yeah um, it would have been nice but that's not our reality unfortunately no let me go to what, so, what was with the with his suit though i've never seen him wear like a suit throughout a the whole, well suit, they got they have, new, they have a new suit sponsor the team oh do they yeah and so is that he what was, that is? yeah so and i think uh heath is fighting for his job but the the other thing <laughs> I, I, oh he was going up yeah was, he's dressing, oh, he was interviewing right after the game so i mean i i put this on twitter as well um after the after the game jamie watson asks a direct question about miguel ibarra blah 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 Heath doesn't answer by talking about Miguel. He doesn't talk about Miguel Ibarra at all in his answer. He talks about Romario. Maybe he thinks they're the same person and has not figured it out. Um, and it's that's infuriating to me. Like, because it's not definitely not the first time. It's not even no, like, no. It's like the fifth time where like here's an easy easy thing. Say something nice about the player who literally almost won the game and and like almost accidentally kept you in your job. Uh, um. And just say, like, yeah, you know, you say something stupid, throw away. Like, just like, oh, yeah, you know, Miguel's uh, grit was really, really great. We really value him for that. And I thought that, you know, and then transition to what you really want to praise. At least say something positive. And that... Just just, yeah. just, just not him. You know who really, who or not who really, but you know who liked my uh, my tweet uh, being angry about that? Wait, wait, let me guess. Uh, um, um... Auntie Luz. Yes, I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Ramirez is on still yes. following. Still, follow still. us and likes the thing and yeah. retweets things yeah. I say. I yeah. think that's, that's a highlight sometimes on my yeah. day when she yeah. does it. So. Oh, oh, man, Auntie Liz. Um, so uh, Bruce McGuire tweeted this out. Um, oh And so uh, maybe it won't make sense reading all these numbers. But basically his tweet was that uh, oh, this is the goals he wanted, allowed, right? He's, he's talking about the, the kind of narrative that Minnesota – 
have gotten better defensively. You know, we had that bad start, whatever. But if you take the bad start out of last year, Minnesota allowed 52 goals in 30 games. Um, okay. And, uh, and this year, in 28 games, Minnesota has allowed 55 goals. So we've gotten worse in that way. But we're not Orlando. Um, right? <laughs> but we're not Orlando, yeah. And Minnesota was projected to have 59 games uh, or... In in they had yeah one point seven three goals per game this year we have one point nine six I think is what we're saying here, um, but so the team has gotten marginally better with results, um, has, the defense has not gotten better and you know Bruce talked about this on our on our podcast last week, uh, the defense has always been the problem we've always known that, um, and and I think the problem is we switched to a three five two why so that we could accommodate Calvo not being able to be. A center back and a two pair, right. a pair. Which we've, like, you know, last year it kind of worked, and this year he's just it hasn't been it hasn't been functioning. I think. And, and why are we arranging our team around someone who we think is supposed to be one of the best players, but is not? Well, has not, not been no more. Yeah. And Dave Ladig would point out he's our our stats man with fifty five one. Uh, he would point out that uh, according to the way Dave does his stats and and. Uh, points value back of, of a, a player. Type machine in the back yeah, yeah. Uh, more an abacus. Um, uh, is that Coleman has actually been the best central defender? Yeah, Margin- well, marginally better than Boxall, um, but both of them have been better than. Uh, but no, honestly, who would you rather have, have that back there if you had to pick? I, I, I'd say Coleman. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I, is I he, think you, what, is, I, it, is he contract is his contract up or what is uh, he? or is he or is he? On I a, think there there might be another option. I, okay. He's he's. Be, is he, I think does he have like bonuses in his contract for how many games he plays? I don't know. Yeah, maybe they're trying to keep him. I down. hope so. Get paid, Coleman. Um, Get paid. Uh, but but the thing is, like, I think that certainly we could have a better. I think I think Coleman still should be third, fighting for second center back spot. Uh, I, I think he's a good center back, but he's still we still need to improve our, our center backs. Yeah, um, we need to obviously improve our fullbacks, and I think that next year, going into next year, whoever it is, if Calvo's here, he has to be a left back, and we need. I, I think we you know we've made that argument since the, since his, uh, the beginning of the season when he was not happy, when he was struggling. It's like, well, yeah, play him out, yeah. play him out wide, see what he can do because when he when he does that, he doesn't have. I guess I don't know the expectation or the stress of having mm-hmm. to. If I if I'm I'm the last defender, so if mm-hmm. anything is through, it's you know it's on me. Now he can go up. He can try to create. Yeah. Even in the interview, I think this is the funniest thing. It goes back to a tweet. I think after after you left and uh, we were watching the interviews, uh, and of course everything was on closed caption. Whenever uh, Cabo would come would come and speak, it, the closed caption said, uh, "Was it?" Uh, uh, something not not transferable or like yeah. was using inaudible like, or inaudible yeah, yeah inaudible audio and that's like they're gonna go that's 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 fitting yeah I said that's fitting so the TV at at Blackheart was working in my favor on that one I was I was pleased <laughs> by that so so uh, um, let me go to Alex Schieferdecker's question here Alex which is uh, thoughts on Giuliano Vicentini part two de, um, aka Fernando Bob. Uh, for for those who who are or newer Giuliano Vicentini or Juju as Carl Craig called him, um, he was uh, one of the Brazilians. He and J- Ibsen were pre- the the earlier double Brazilian. 
Uh, and and Giuliano was the he wasn't a he's not a defensive midfielder, but he would play back a little bit more and and had really great long passes. Um, uh, didn't quite have the magic that Ibsen did, but um, I always liked him. Uh, I don't see more him, than Ibsen. Uh, no, I've always loved Ibsen. Okay, he's been my he was my first child. Um, so uh, I, I don't see. Fernando Bob in that same role. I, I still don't know what Fernando Bob does yet because I just haven't seen him enough. Um, yeah, I mean, his it's been quiet. I mean, he can sort of... But what I did get excited about this game was watching Maxi move the ball up. Mm-hmm. He was decent, dribble. yeah. He was decent. He had some decent speed and he had a couple of... He had that, that cross in the second half that just went right in front of the goal and nobody was there. Yeah. All we needed was someone just to tap it in. yeah. I think he and Fernando Bob should be starting every game for the rest of the season. We need to see what they can do and give yeah. them time in MLS. Well, with, with, with yeah, fitness and hopefully they stay healthy. But yeah. yeah, but no, I was I was it was nice to be able to see Maxi try to create and 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 create his own his own way or try to distribute. It was it was good. I mean, Fernando Bob, I just I don't know. I like I have not yet seen enough to be able to. It's like kind of to me at least a little bit like Olmsberg. He's okay, mm-hmm. not enough to. To, uh, you know, uh, not enough to be able to, for me to remember enough what yeah. he did. But the best things I've I've seen about um, about Fernando Bob is his expressions after he gets subbed out. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just those those expressions are. I want someone to gift him or gift him or meme them. Those have just been my expression. What does he do? What's the... well? He just like he sits in a chair. And he just like. <sighs> He just pulls out, like, pulls ex- out. He just like exhales, and like you can totally yeah. see that, he, like he's like he's just tired, or tired of everything, and it looks like he's just had like a yeah. like a long day at the office, and got yelled at the boss, and came <laughs> home, and found out that a dog got out and pooped everywhere, and he's oh, just man. like, the and then he goes in, and then he goes in and tries to grab a beer, and finds out there's no more beer. Someone left, but someone left the. Uh, the box of uh, of beer in the fridge, so he thought there was a beer. It's one of those moments you just want to sit down. And you can like ah. every time he subbed out, he's got that expression in his face, and that's what I feel like for the last least six, seven games that this has been for me. So, so here's what I want to see every game going out. I want to see Calvo on the left, Boxall and Coleman, and then Eric Miller if he ever gets fit on the right, and then I want to see the double Brazilian, the double Ibarra on the wings. Uh, Quintero, uh, um, Rodriguez. That's what I want to see every game. Sounds like a sounds like a decent lineup to me. At least to be I think so. Out thing. But we need to see if it's a decent lineup. I, I think it can be, um, but we just need to see these guys go and and work all together. Yeah. I just don't think that Angelo and and Quintero are, are, are looking for each other. It just yeah, but maybe they just need some time. Maybe yeah, they... I mean that, that's true. So, but I just think in in their overall games, and I get it. You know, uh, yeah. two of those games that uh, Angelo was playing was pretty much without Quintero, so he was on left on his own to be able to create. Yeah, because nobody else was making runs when he was getting the ball yeah. up there. Like he was waiting and waiting, and it's like waiting for like, like like uh, waiting for a metro bus and a and a and a sixteen inch snow day, right? Yeah, you, know, you just wait and wait and see if someone comes. But it's one of those things that you know that. Hopefully they can figure it out. I think Angelo can be valuable if he's played to and he's playing uh, his back to 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 the goal, right? So he'd be able yeah. to distribute that ball as people are making runs because he holds that ball. He's physical. Yeah. He'll and hold if you've that got ball. 
Quintero moving around and then the double Ibarra making runs. That that could that could work. I and think that we should make that in our, our FIFA 18 MLS roster. Great. We're done. We're done. Ding. So, uh, questions. Um, uh, wh- I'm, oh, I totally missed who wrote this. Sorry. What's the most effective to demonstrate my dissatisfa- way to demonstrate my dissatisfaction with on-the-field performance at next home game? Um, season ticket holders, so they already have my money. One, paper bag on the head. Two, at them on every at least we tried tweet. Three, Heath out sign. Four, stand all 90 minutes like this. And it's the gif of the guy with the, the giving the thumbs down. Um, I mean, I think a good old fashioned Heath out sign is, is always fun. Um, it might, you know, I think you might have to be clever where you, uh, you make the sign say something else and then you kind of collapse it so that you say, there's no Heath without uh, something else. And then just like collapse it so that it just says Heath out, you know, get rid of the other letters. Or like, or like you make the letters, uh, the spell Heath out, like, you know, extra bigger or a different color. So it yeah, spells yeah. out. You know, so, that, that, you know, for Corazon de Milun, who's, who the tweet was, um, I would, I would like to see if you can do that, the Heath out, but with the paper bag over your head. Like have it like make the paper bag go crazy and decorate it with oh, yeah. like, Heath out. I think that would be a two that's, for one. That, that would be unique. And that would get you that would get that would get a picture of you somewhere out there. You'd be on Twitter for sure. Um so uh I get the impression from people no one seems to really be defending Heath anymore. It seems to be like uh, at least in the in the the uh, the internet world, and then people I see at games, you know, and talk to. So it's it's obviously a, a self selecting group. Uh, um, no one seems to really believe he's around. Even MLS, then people, you know, uh, Sam Stegel was talking about the teams that he thinks will have openings. Um, San Jose obviously just fired Michael Stara. Um, Chicago, it looks like Pano might just leave. Uh, uh, Vancouver it might be done with uh, Carl Robinson. I forget the other teams that, that kind of look. Uh, Bruce had a tweet about that. I remember Orlando that. might just light itself on fire. And and if that happens, and then they decide to clean house, I'm I'm hoping that we're in there to pick up your tune. That's just my hope and my dream. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe maybe a new coach comes in and is tired. Doesn't think he's good enough for something. Yes, but um. It seems like people assume that that Heath is out, and then I, I was um, it, so it's very interesting. There's Which explains be, the suit, right? He's getting yeah. ready for his the, uh, job interviews yeah. right after the game. And there's going to be lots of job openings. You know, LA Galaxy, right? Siggy just left that job as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, LA Galaxy, Vancouver, San Jose, Minnesota, Chicago, uh, and so I put the tweet out uh, talking about LA. If you are Greg Berhalter. Because um, I'm obviously always on the Greg Berhalter bandwagon. Would you take the LA Galaxy job or the Minnesota job? And it seemed like it was kind of mixed how people responded. Um, but it seems like people are like, I think Minnesota is still probably one of the best jobs available because if it's a player, a coach who people really want, like Mark Dos Santos is going to be another hot commodity, um, they'll be able to come in and kind of set the the terms. And I think some of those terms will basically be a lot more control over signings, which yeah. I think already Heath, Heath 
has has uh, lost. Mus- that, no, yeah. he's muscled. I think he's, he's got muscled his way into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think actually, very early on after the Scandinavian disaster, he he muscled in. Um, and so they'll have a little bit more power there. You've got a new stadium. You've got a rabid fan base. You've got a, a team that is indicating that it wants to spend in the kind of mid range. You know, with the Outside of the the kind of big five big six teams, mil. you know, but in yeah in the kind of Montreal range or um, uh, yeah, just kind of the normal mid teams. Um, so it seems like Minnesota. I'd take Minnesota over San Jose and Vancouver certainly. Yeah, um, you know, then you look at like okay, Chicago is a tire fire. Columbus, if Berhalter leaves, it's going to be a tire fire. L.A. You know, we can't, we won't have to go into LA, but like, what they, about they, Cincinnati? Are they, are they looking there. for a coach or they got one? So uh, out? No, they, they think that they've got their guy for next year. Okay. They, they have him this year and he's been good. And so, um, they'll keep him and then he'll have a mediocre or, or bad, uh, first year, like most coaches in MLS and, uh, he'll get fired. Um, but, and then they'll bring in Adrian Heath. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, so I I, I mean, don't know. It's it's like very interesting to see what will it happen. It is interesting. In- it's also been interesting. It's interesting to me ever since the the Vancouver flop that you know whenever we would lose and it was obviously that our defense wasn't doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, Heath and 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 in the interviews would be like, you know, would would act angry and then he would you know, mm-hmm. but after that after those he's games, an angry little man. He would. He's. He's just been complacent about. It. Like, well, we didn't play well enough, or we didn't do this. He enough. was angry at halftime. Well, his his like very brief ha- halftime interview was, was uh, you know, the game plan worked and was you know it wasn't the game plan. It was uh whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, to me, it just feels like he's not. He he just does. He's checked out in a sense. That and, that, and that and that could be yeah, me just, just like reading it wrong. Yeah. But that's what it feels like to me, at least. Yeah, regardless, I, I get the sense. And people, you know, send me messages if you're totally like, Wes, you're, you're wrong on Heath. I just get the sense that people are, like, ready for, for a change. They're ready for the season to be over for something different to happen. Um, I'm excited still to go out to games and even watch them on TV. 50K to midway, um, right? Because, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's transition to that. Sean Goman says, uh, in this 50K at TCF next month, is it a realistic expectation? If they fail to succeed, is that embarrassing or an aw shuck situation? And he says, it's getting hard to come up with questions considering their recent performances. Uh, uh, I don't know. If they get 45,000, do you think that anyone cares? They still got 45. They still, they still get, got 45. Like, got the they record. got double yeah. what he got them, what, they, yeah. what they've been averaging. I think I think 50K is... Is is a is a goal to be able to see, um, you know, to outdo the the last major attendance that they had a, yeah. a, at a major soccer event, yeah, uh, that had a Minnesota team. So I mean, they're at thirty seven thousand yeah. now. They'll get to forty five, I'm sure, and mm-hmm. and it'll be great. I mean, it'll be it'll be fun, and and I think it's wow. a good way to end it. But at, at the same time, I wouldn't be so. I wouldn't. I don't. It's not. Well, you know, honestly, I don't really care if they yeah. get to there or not. You know, I mean, I think it's good. I know they're pushing it hard. Yeah, they're pushing it hard to other uh, organizations. I know I've been getting a couple of calls about, hey, um, here's the kind of the deals that they're working on. Um, so yeah. they are pushing it hard, and, and props to them for trying to do that. Do they make it? Is it a big deal? Nah, not yeah. to me at least. Not really. I mean, that's great to and we're great to go out and 
leave TCF, TCF that way and yeah. just looking forward to see what uh, Allianz yeah. brings. But, the, the you know, Sean, I, I kind of feel a little bit of that apathy. Um, but, like, after a game like RSL where, you know, we the positives there are we got to see Miguel pushing again and kind of dragging the team. Uh, we got to see... Uh, Calvo moved to something somewhere where we can be far more comfortable with him and, and got to see what he does positively. We got to see Romario a little bit more. Um, those are kind of fun things to watch. I think that there's still... We're still, still like, Schuler in a different yeah, position. Yeah. So. And, 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 and so we get to see these players who we haven't been able to see much. And if we get to see them more... Yep, now, probably, probably Jermaine T- uh, Taylor will show up again and be like, "Oh, he's still he's on the team. He's going to start instead of uh, Coleman or something." And but, then Jimmy Watson halfway through halftime, yeah, yeah. he'll be like, "Hold on, guys, hold my mic. Yeah. Just open up his shirt and walk off, and he's ready to go. That no, would be great. We'll, we'll find. Maybe they'll be on the fifty k fifty k to midway. Yeah, Maybe yeah. that's the way they'll end the season. That would yeah. be that would be just so melodramatic. I would love to see that. So, Jamie, so, if you listen to it, you still owe me some lomo saltado. Um. So we've got. I mean, as long as we don't just see them revert to just like random old guys in there, we don't even have that many. We don't have enough fit guys to do that. But yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of as you know, my love for Ibsen deep abiding, but I'm kind of very happy that we're not seeing him right now. Um, I think that we we just want to see these younger guys out there, not even younger, but like the new guys. We want to see what 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 can happen here. And so, do and, you do you put France? Pango on them as well too. No, have you I seen don't. enough of him to be able? What to if a Wundi comes in, and plays in the, <laughs> starts that fifty k to midway game? Ghost and Zlatan just ghost just murders the ghost. Just ghost. Just do you see do you see that Zlatan goal? Oh yeah! Oh, Gosh. it's amazing. He's had two. Like which which out of those two are the most amazing goals you've seen? The the the, the forty yard bomb or or this one? Forty yard bomb. This one was was great, but um, it was like a double twirl. He was like, he was like a he was doing ballet on. I think on he mid-air. just made the second one. This most recent one look too easy. Is is the the thing? That's a hard thing to. I know, do. I know. He made it look easy because it was just like, oh, he did it, um, and he just walk off and, and didn't. And like, when yeah. it's that, when it's a longer distance goal, you have a lot more time to be like, what? You know, is this gonna go in? Um, so yeah, that's I'll, a good Twitter poll question. Yeah. Um. But that's it. That's the podcast. That's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. So Let's be done. see you at the Blackheart soon. Tomorrow, yeah, every, uh, Tuesday, every, Tuesday. Every, yeah, every Tuesday night. every night. Wait. Let's run down the the deals you have going on though. I like the fifty five one fifty five fifty five one oh four. Midway. That's Monday nights. Midways. Um, Tuesday nights is just like cheapy night. So it's basically like three dollar domestics and you, rails. You know what you need to get in there. You need to get a foosball table. Yeah, I'll look at it. I need to do lots of things. Uh, Wednesday night, I don't think there's any specific deal. Uh, there's always like happy hour until eight, and uh, Woo-hoo! and then for uh, Minnesota games, we 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 do um, happy hour. Um, so and then I don't yeah. So there will be happy hour for the the NWSL final on on uh, Pennsylvania. That end, I think we'll be able to go in there. Yeah. So, Should be a good time. Uh, all right. Thanks, everyone. I hope to see you out. Um, and, uh, you know, stay safe. Bye-bye.